0: The following is a presentation of AOW Productions.
1: This program contains adult content. Listener discretion is advised. The views and opinions expressed by the host of this program do not necessarily state or reflect those of this station or its management. Bringing you. Controversy at its best with uncensored music, comedy, and political discussion. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Outlaw Radio.
2: ladies and gentlemen welcome to outlaw radio for the 6th of february 2021 i'm your host bad billy all right we got a great show coming up for you in just a little bit i'm going to be speaking with ellie may she's from right here out of my neck of the woods magic valley idaho yes and she was also a contestant on the voice so it's going to be absolutely amazing to speak with her. Later on in the show, now, if you followed me when uh, I used to do the Badlands Combat Sports Radio Show, in the very early days, you should remember, uh, you'll hear a very familiar voice from uh, that time. I'll leave that as a surprise. But before I get to that, I want to cue one of the latest singles from Ellie May. This is... Hope you're doing well. And I'll be back with Ellie May right after this.
3: And we go a little something like this. Hit it.
0: And now, from a rented basement, because Bad Billy's mom threw him out, it's Outlaw Radio.
4: Time Mama was still in good health hope he-
5: sugar hangovers from other liquors with cold cocks blend of herbs including green tea hibiscus ginger eucalyptus and more you'll be in herbal heaven cold cock whiskey available at spirit stores and distributors america wide find one near you at coldcockwhiskey.com. whiskey.com follow cold cock whiskey on facebook twitter and instagram celebrate those special moments with friends raise your glass take your shot you must be 21 or older to drink cold cock whiskey please drink responsibly
1: because there are some people out there who need practical advice and yes i'm talking about you wisdom beyond value from the desk of mr holland they say it's not good to burn your bridges but it does keep the crazy people from following
6: is that mr holland
1: yes ma'am please don't touch
7: I pledge allegiance to the flag
8: of the United States of America
7: and to the republic for which it stands one nation under God
8: indivisible
6: with With liberty and justice for all
7: imagine a silent world where these words do not exist freedom of speech let your voice be heard This message is brought to you by the NAB Education Foundation, the Broadcast Education Association, Robert R. McCormick Foundation, and this station.
0: First, there was Cranked Up Live. This is Cranked Up Live. Then, Cranked Up Went Country.
9: Today's best, and tomorrow's
0: greats. Cranked Up Country. Now, Cranked Up Live is back. back,
5: back. Back. This is a sizzling hot podcast. Great up, live. Curtis McKinney and Brad Hennington will keep you listening, keep you laughing, and keep you coming back for more. Convicted felons will no longer be called convicted felons. Do you know what they want to call them, Curtis? <laughs> No, one. justice involved the individuals is what they renamed them. Listen and download the podcasts at crankeduplive.com. dot com. Check them out on Facebook at Facebook dot com slash cranked up live cranked up live. Some material may not be suitable for children under 18.
0: Hey, I'm Nick. The- and you're listening to Outlaw Radio, where we say what the fuckity fuck we want. No exceptions. All right, ladies
2: and gentlemen, you have just heard Hope You're Doing Well by Ellie May, and it is my pleasure to welcome Ellie May to the show. She's right here out of my neck of the woods in the Magic Valley of Idaho. Ellie May, how you doing today?
9: I'm good. How are you?
2: All right. All right. So, uh, for those who were not familiar with you, shame on them. Um, for those who are not familiar with Ellie Mae, why don't you give a little background to the listeners about yourself?
9: Yeah, so my name is Ellie Mae. I was born and raised in Jerome, Idaho. And I grew up on a dairy farm, working on the farm, and uh, got into music, grew up singing in church. And when I moved away to college, I kind of got into the country music scene and started gigging around. And then um, I ended up going on the TV show, The Voice, and made it onto Team Blake, and that was season 17, and since then, my music has just kind of taken off. I've been recording in Texas and trying to put out as much new music as I can, especially during COVID, and just seeing where it goes.
2: All right. All right. Yeah. Yeah, since uh, COVID happened, I mean, I, I was there at this last uh, Highway 30 Music Fest this last uh, summer, and... I got to tell you, it seems like, uh, we were getting a break from all the madness then, but, uh, you know, unfortunately that's all it was, was just a break. I mean, it, 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 it continued. Um, uh, but for, for you, how much do you think this has stalled your career over the past year?
9: I mean, for playing live shows, I mean, I've had a lot of shows cancel, which has been a bummer, but I'm trying to look at it in a positive way. And it's kind of giving me the opportunity to slow down and focus on writing and recording because when I'm on the road and gigging I don't have as much time to be in the studio so uh that's kind of been a blessing in the disguise so I've just been yeah recording and writing as much as I can during this time
2: yes yes I mean that's a good way to look at it a lot of artists I have been talking to have have uh, taken that uh, very positive uh, aspect out of it there is that they've got more time in the studio, more time to write songs, more time for their, with their family, however it may be. Um, so uh, how was it though, that uh, going back, how was it, how did you, how did it come to be that uh, you, you became a contestant on The Voice? Yeah.
9: So, And this was during my junior year of college. And <laughs> I'm so- um, I actually did I'm sorry.
2: Yeah, can you can you start over? You were cutting out. I'm sorry.
9: So I lived in Iowa for four years and um it about my junior year of college. I actually didn't audition for the show. I had a producer reach out to me and they found my Instagram account and they're like, Hey, we love your voice and we'd love for you to come audition to come audition for our show so I flew to Denver and did a private audition, and they ended up liking me. So from there, I flew to L.A. for the blinds and made it onto Team Blake. And it was a really cool experience. I met a lot of cool people, and I've never had any vocal lessons. I've never taken guitar lessons. So Blake Shelton was really the first person who's ever taught me anything about music. So that was kind of a cool experience.
2: Blake Shelton—that's a big name—and you had the opportunity to work with him. And you know, not a lot of people are going to be able to say that. Um, you know, yeah. And uh, I, you, I—if I'm not mistaken—you're probably the only person out of Jerome that's that can claim that. But uh, um,
9: yeah, it's cool. It's cool coming from a small town and kind of making a national show like that.
2: Yes. Yes. And, um, just, uh, you know, talk just talk about, uh, the, the whole experience you had, uh, being on the show and, uh, the, the time you spent out there, uh, o- overall, what do you think, uh, how much do you think that has done for your career?
9: I think it's been definitely my career. It really taught me a lot about music and not only about country music, but about all different genres and in the industry as a whole um getting to meet so many different contestants and people from all over the United States that sing and play all different kinds of music is honestly really cool and you learn so much about music that way and yeah it was a really good networking opportunity for me some of my best friends now are from that show so in the future you know when we can start playing some gigs again uh i'm hoping that i can travel and see those guys and we can play together and yeah i learned a lot about myself as an artist and took away a lot of good information from the show that will uh be beneficial in the future for me
2: yes yes most definitely and uh, i'm i'm sorry i've never really watched the voice so how far did you make it
9: I only made it a few rounds, not too far. But I made it to the battle.
2: But still making it that far to begin with has to feel like a huge accomplishment.
9: Yeah, it definitely was and you know all the people that advanced on the show were very talented and I was really ha- happy for them and uh yeah, they said there was about 50,000 people that auditioned my season. And 48 of us made it onto teams, and then 12 of us made it onto Team Blake. So I was really one in 12 to make it onto Team Blake, which was really cool to look at.
2: Yes, yes. Now, I I do have to ask you this. I mean, obviously, it's one thing to sing in church. It's one thing to sing before a local crowd, you know, um... And obviously the nerves are there every time, but uh, was it at all intensified uh, having to do it on national TV in front of thousands of, not millions of people?
9: Yes, it was definitely nerve-wracking. I grew up singing in church, and when you sing in church, the attention obviously isn't on you, so it's a lot different. And before this show, I really wasn't playing that many shows. I maybe play like a handful of shows for just a few people. So it was never like I had played in front of a thousand people or a bunch of people before. And so when I, right before I went out for my blind audition, I was doing an interview with Carson Daly, which is, um, he is the host of the show
6: mm-hmm.
9: and he, he, uh, was talking to me. He's like, so Ellie, you know, this ain't the dairy farm, you know? I'm like, yeah, it's not really the farm at all. It's a lot different. And he's like, yeah, it's only 15 million people that are going to watch this. And then they literally opened the doors and I walked out. I was like, oh my goodness.
2: And it's a whole new experience. Yes. (laughs) Yes.
9: I was so nervous, though. I had never felt like that, like, I've played since then I've played so many shows and I get nervous, but I've never had that kind of nerves when I was standing on that stage. And you can like see the chairs obviously and they're turned. So you're just like just staring at them. And I don't know, it was super nerve wracking, but it was a really cool opportunity.
2: Basically your baptism in fire because uh, now, I mean, it's like you've already hit the biggest stage uh, possible and, and, I mean, I'm not going to say that nerves go away, but uh, now it's it can't be half as bad ever again.
9: I hope not. I mean, if I get up, like, my goal would be to play, like, the Grand Ole Opry or Billy Bob's Texas and stuff like that. So, I mean, if I ever got to play some of those really monumental venues, I think I would have that kind of nerve again. But I do get nervous for shows, but not that nervous.
2: Of course, of course. And uh, when it was all said and done, you came back to Jerome overall, what was, the, what was the reception like when you came back?
9: It was really cool coming back, and, you know, for a while, it's been a little bit since I've been on the show, but I would get recognized in public, and, you know, people would tell me, it's really cool to see someone from Jerome, Idaho, or just Idaho in general, try to go and chase their dreams, and it was cool, it was a lot of support, and... It was really fun. it was fun to see a lot of people come together to support me
2: yes 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 absolutely absolutely so so basically uh did it did you get the feel like uh, you you were basically coming back and now and now you're a celebrity those who support you somebody may want an autograph or something like that
9: yeah, I mean, I want say I feel like a celebrity but uh, I do get people coming up to me every once in a while. They want to take a picture, or, uh, get a signature, which is cool. It's always like a, it's weird, but it's a cool feeling. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes.
2: But obviously after the voice, you said you've gone uh, to Texas and that uh, has just only had to catapult your career, um, obviously, and um, now you're going, you're going to Texas and, and, uh, you're recording there. Um, and, uh, since, since the voice, do you think, um, how, how much more do you think you, you have, uh, advanced since the voice now?
9: As an artist overall, is that what you're asking? Yes. I would say I've definitely grown since the voice. Um, I'm definitely becoming a better singer, guitar player. I learned a lot of things from the show, but I'm also just becoming an adult and growing up. So that's also, it plays into it. But yeah, I would say overall, I've I've grown a lot and I still have a lot to learn. But yeah, we'll get there someday, I guess.
2: Well, it it just kind of seems to me, too, that uh, being on The Voice and and, and, then going to Texas from there and doing what you're doing, not only are you growing as an artist, but you've also grown as a person as well.
9: Yeah, for sure. And I've met a lot of incredible people in the music industry, and it's just really cool to see and meet so many different people. And it kind of, you know, you meet somebody at Highway 30 who knows in Texas that, you know somebody that owns this venue and they kinda of connect together, you know, and it's it's cool how it all works. It's a it's kind of a big family.
2: Most definitely, most definitely. And you you've gotta be looking forward to Highway thirty this year. I mean Gordon Gordy's really gone the extra mile four nights um, and he's, he's trying to, I thought, I thought it was big and bad this last time, this last summer, but, uh, he, he's really going the extra mile.
9: Yeah, he is. He's such a great guy. Gordy is, uh, him and Megan both have helped me a lot with music and have let me play highway 30 and a bunch of different events for them. And so I'm excited for those guys. It's, it's really taken off. So that's fun.
2: Yeah, well, Gordy uh, hosts a variety of different events uh, around the Valley here. Have you uh, you had the opportunity to uh, play anything like his birthday party or anything else that uh, he puts together?
9: Yeah, I actually, last weekend, I actually got to play a little event that he had for his crew. So he flew in Sundance Head and me and Sundance, you know, played a, a little bit for his crew. And then... I'm not sure about his birthday this year. I might be playing, and then obviously I'll be on the lineup this year for Highway 30. But, yeah, he has helped me get a bunch of gigs around here with, like, doing the Twin Falls Fair. He helped me line up the Drum County Fair one year and Western Days and stuff like that. So I've done a lot of events that he's kind of had a hand in.
2: Yes, you mentioned Sundance Head. Now, when I was when I was at Highway Thirty this last uh, this last summer, I actually got to sit down and interview him. And I had no idea who he was. I didn't know he was actually one of the winners of The Voice. But uh, mm-hmm. once uh, once I heard him sing, I'm like, wow, I can understand why he won. Yes,
9: he's incredible.
2: Yeah, <laughs> and he's funny too. I mean, some of the things he said yeah. when I interviewed him. <laughs>
9: yeah he's a cool guy it was fun i met him last year at highway 30 and we kind of have a common denominator with both being on the voice but it was fun getting to chat with him a little bit more this last week and get to know him he's a cool guy
2: yes yes most definitely i mean uh yeah, uh, yeah, when he came he came over to my booth over at Highway 30. Of course, we did the interview and then we talked some more and he asked me to have a beer with him and then uh he, he drove by to sh- uh shake my hand and uh, hopefully uh yeah, yeah, we're going to be seeing him again this next year.
9: Mhm. Yeah.
2: Yes, and and of course uh, also I have to ask you obviously uh you, you and him having that common denominator as you mentioned but uh, performing with him, uh, did you say you're singing with him like a duet or something like that as well?
9: Um, we haven't. No, we're not going to do a duet or anything like that that I know of. I mean, I'm sure we could, but we just played the same party. So I opened up for him, and then he he came on stage after me.
2: Gotcha, gotcha. However, yep. you, if you were to you were to uh, actually sing with him, I'd like to hear that. I think that'd be something. Yeah, maybe
9: we get something this year at Highway Thirty.
2: Yeah, yeah, exactly. Now, uh, one of your songs, uh, I gotta ask you about. Uh, I played on one of my recent shows, uh, "Coors Light and Jesus Christ." What <laughs> I thought, I thought, what a combination when I read the title. You know, I mean, obviously. I know it huh? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean, I've I've got. Uh, I I myself I'm a Christian, you know, and I I don't deny that. Despite some of the things I may say, you know, and and I'm thinking. Actually, my my first thought was uh, when I saw that song. I'm like, well, wow, she's kind of got a little bit of the same mindset as me. But <laughs> where does where do you think where 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 does that song originate? Where where did that that idea come from?
9: Yeah. So I I. I also grew up a Christian and I believe in God and have a strong faith, but I don't think there's anything wrong with drinking a few beers. And my family, we grew up drinking Coors Light and a lot of people out West drink a lot of Coors Light. And the song kind of, uh, I wrote it about my brother and his friends. So they they would always go out and party like on a Saturday night and they drink their Coors Light, but they were always at church on Sunday morning. So that's kind of where the song came from. And it's just a fun song. It's nothing too serious, but I, I get a few comments here and there about it. Like I can't believe you put those together, but I think it's fun. There's no harm in it. Well,
2: I'll, I'll share you a a little something. It was, uh, 2010 was the last time I got so drunk that, uh, you know, I, I couldn't see it was, it was the last time I got shit faced just to put it bluntly. Mm -hmm. And and it Mm -hmm. was, it was the time my grandmother died and, um, um, of course, uh, my cousin and I think you might know my cousin Cliff Miller. <laughs> yes, I'm related oh, to yeah. him. Yes, I am related to him. but it was, it was back when he was he was with the, the rock band Abrupt Edge. and uh, you know, it was like two days before our grandmother's funeral and um, decided we, we, I decided I'm gonna get drunk, you know, I'm, I'm gonna have fun wh- whatever before uh, the sad part starts. And, of course, mm-hmm. what was it I decided to get drunk on? One shot of whiskey and, like, uh, uh, six pitchers of Coors Light. Oh, boy. <laughs> yeah. So we we do have some things in common. I don't deny that.
9: That's funny. Yeah. I love Coors Light. I try to get them to sponsor me, but I don't think I'm big enough yet. So maybe <laughs> in the future.
2: <laughs> well... Yeah, after after that night, I, that's when I realized the older I get, the worse I feel, and so I don't drink very often. When I do, it's usually Coors Light. Well, that's a good
9: choice, at
2: least. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, and I, like just like you said, you know, I I kind of got got the same feelings. Like, uh, there's really nothing wrong with combining the two. There's nothing wrong with have, having a uh, couple of beers every now and then, you know.
9: And my bridge, my bridge goes, and Jesus turned the water into wine. So what's so wrong with drinking for life? I mean, the people they drink. They talk about drinking. So, I mean, as long as not get like, crazy drunk and doing things that you'll regret the next day, I don't think there's anything wrong with, like, what you said, having a few beers.
2: Yeah. I'll tell you what, I, I don't think I'll ever get as drunk as I did that night, though, ever again, because I just didn't like the way I felt.
9: <laughs> not a good hangover
2: huh N- no i and the, the older i get the worse they get so it's just not agree. Yeah. it's not agreeing with me to uh, now ha- having a couple beers with sundance head i'm probably going to do it again this next year
9: well if sundance head offers you a beer i mean you can't really say no
2: <laughs> exactly exactly <laughs> <laughs> so um Aside from, uh, highway 30 coming up the, uh, into this next June, uh, do you have anything else, uh, coming up, uh, in your upcoming agenda?
9: I don't have any other big, uh, festivals or anything like that. Just playing local bars and restaurants and stuff like that right now. Um, yeah, I'm just kind of playing it by ear. A lot of places are still kind of weird about booking, but right now just. I'm playing local bars and trying to get a band together around here and uh start traveling a little bit. I'll be in on tour in July. I'll be in Iowa because I went to college there. So um I have quite a few friends and family up there and I'll uh go on tour for like three weeks out there. But other than that, just yeah, playing playing some smaller gigs. I'm um, well actually I'm going to Montana.
6: Nice. In a few
9: weeks, too, for for a little run, which will be fun. But yeah, just bars, breweries, uh, house parties, and stuff like that. Nothing, nothing too crazy.
2: Well, you know, and uh, in uh, with all the craziness going on, is uh, I'm realizing too is we're starting to see some light at the end of the tunnel. Is that uh, COVID cases are now dropping, and uh, mm-hmm. that can only mean um, I'm hoping it means uh, take off your mask and l- and let's have fun again. Yeah. So That
9: would be nice. Let's let's hope.
2: Fingers crossed, right?
9: Yeah, that would definitely be a blessing. I'm I'm hoping that's the case here soon. Yeah.
2: Yes. Now um, I I have to ask you this question because uh, it's just one of my favorite questions, because I get really crazy answers from this. Um now this let's say this doesn't matter if you're playing some some dirty dive bar, some shithole out in the middle of nowhere, Kentucky that holds a maximum capacity of maybe twenty five people if you're lucky, or you're playing you just booked out Madison Square Garden. What do you think is the craziest thing you have witnessed while ever performing on stage? Um,
9: I've had a guy take off his pants
2: in front of me, which was... You're cutting out again. Can you start over, please?
9: Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. I was saying, um, I've had a guy take off his pants in front of me, which was definitely a sight to see. Oh, no. And Yeah. And my parents were at that show, so that was definitely fun. But I don't know, nothing too wild yet. I just like a lot of drunk people, just being drunk people. <laughs> but yeah, I've a lot of people their boobs, and then had a guy had me sign his butt cheek before, and yeah, but I haven't seen anything too crazy.
2: Oh, wow. I, I honestly didn't expect that. <laughs> I, I mean, and when that happens, it's like, how do you react? Like, okay. I just go
9: for it. I mean, hey, if it, they, if it gets my name out there, then I'll do it. There's nothing too crazy.
2: <laughs> See, another artist out of Denver that uh, I, I interviewed a couple years ago had to learn, watch what you say the hard way. Because she she thought that uh, she just put a joke out there and said she would autograph people's uh, buttholes. Didn't realize that somebody out there would actually take that seriously.
9: (laughs) Oh, my. I don't think I would do that, but we'll see. You never know.
2: (laughs) I don't foresee you doing that. I mean, even she couldn't do it. She just had to, she's, she had to say, Hey, I wasn't serious.
9: Yeah.
2: You got to watch what you say. Cause there, there is somebody out there that's going to take it literally.
9: Yeah, definitely.
2: <laughs> and then, uh, one question I haven't asked in a while, and this was started by my former co-host and I do actually like to keep this going. So um, let's let's say uh, your latest EP or LP makes it really big and you're, you're hitting the charts and you're going to go on a big nationwide tour. Um, you know, you're going to go coast to coast, uh, some into Canada, some into Mexico, maybe even travel globally a little bit. So you have three opening slots of bands or musicians you'd like to have open for you. Who, who do you pick? And it could be anybody past or present. I know that's a tough one.
9: That is. That's definitely tough. Somebody that I'm obsessed with that's up and coming kind of out of Texas is Parker McCollum. So maybe i will do him. And Chris Stapleton, I've always been a huge fan. And then maybe Shania Twain. Can't go wrong.
2: Oh, there you go. You answered it with ease.
9: (laughs) Yeah. There's so many artists, though, that I would love to go on the road with. That's a hard... That's
2: a kind of a hard question. Yes, yes. And um, obviously, yeah, uh, you're you're in the genre of country, and that's uh, today's country. Of course, I got to be honest with you. I'm I'm forty six years old. When I think when I think country, I still think uh, Waylon, Willie, George Jones, even mm-hmm. Hank Senior. Um. Mm-hmm. Uh, but for you, uh, being in t- today's era of country, that's mixed with pop, and it even says in your bio that you have a lot of pop influence, though. I um, know, uh, where would where would you say, uh, how in, in your own words as a modern country artist, how would you describe uh, the modern era of country? It's
9: definitely an interesting genre, because what's played on the radio is a lot of pop country. But there's still a lot of good traditional country coming out of Texas and stuff that they're not really playing on the radio. But yeah, I would say my music has a lot of different influences. I grew up, you know, listening to Christian music, pop, rap, folk, everything. But when it comes down to it, I do like the traditional sounding music. I like all real instruments. I'm not I like keeping it more traditional but i do love all genres yes that stuff on the radio is what's selling so they must be doing something right
2: you know it kind of caught my attention when i was at this last highway 30 because uh you know i mean probably if i have a favorite genre i'm i'm a metalhead i've i've been a, a hard rock fan for for so long you know but i do love country and um I'm there, and I, I'm, and this even includes Gordy and in what I'm about to say. I I see people throwing up horns like they're in a they're at a metal concert, <laughs> which kind of surprised me. <laughs> oh, you're cutting out again.
9: Sorry. <laughs> can know. you can hear me?
2: Yeah, I can hear you now.
9: Okay. Okay. Well, I would say like a handful of the bands Gordy gets, they're kind of like country rock which is kind of fun. You get a little bit of the rock in there too.
2: Well, I was looking at the at, at the agenda that he has for this uh, upcoming event, and uh, one of them happens to be an, an 80s hair metal band too. And so uh, that's going to be quite interesting there. I mean, he, he really does. He, he even said it's not all country. I'm going to mix it up. So Yeah.
9: I think 40... 40- he just loves music you know and he wants to help people out so it's it's cool that he gets a bunch of different genres in there and it keeps it entertaining too
2: yes yes so uh with with the upcoming uh highway highway 30 i got I, I, I gotta ask you what are you most looking forward to
9: Um, something I'm looking forward to is just seeing a lot of the bands over the last few years have become uh, good friends with a lot of those bands. And it's always like a little reunion every year when we all get to go and hang out and catch up and just listen to music and drink beer. It's, it's a good time. There's no complaints.
2: Yes. Yes.
9: Yeah. Getting on stage too. Idaho is, seems pretty normal compared to the rest of the United States. States, so it's, it,
2: it'll be fun just getting on stage and getting to play a, a big show. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I don't, I don't know what normal is anymore. Cause I, cause I'm far from that, but <laughs> no, I, I know what you're saying though. And, yeah. Uh, and I've, I've got one more question for you. So let's say a group of kids, and uh, even though I know, uh, I know you're still pretty young yourself, but let's say a group of kids ages 15 to early twenties approach you and tell you they're, they're going to start a band. They're going to get in the music business. What advice do you think you could give them?
9: Some and a piece of advice I like to give people is just to be themselves, be original and be unique. You know, when you have, you know, when you grow up, you have these people and you're like, Oh, I wish I was like her or, I want to sound like her, but they're already that person. I want to be Ellie Mae, and Ellie wants to be her own person, not anyone else. So when I, when I think about that, I, I just want to tell people to be themselves and be unique, be different, and that'll stick out. And just don't give up. It's a hard industry, but if you love what you're doing, then it's definitely worth it.
2: Yes, yes, I I couldn't agree more there. Well, that's all the questions I have for you. I want to thank you very much for your time here on my show. I'm going to get ready here to hit a five-song music set where I'm going to be featuring three more of your songs. Before I get to that, though, I want to go ahead and give you an opportunity to give yourself a plug and tell the listeners... Where they can find you and where they can find your music on on the web. You got social media out there. Got your website, Reverb Nation, iTunes, Spotify, and all that good stuff.
9: Yeah. So, well, I would just like to say thank you so much for having me. I really appreciate it. And uh, you can find my music on all musical platforms under my name Ellie May. And there's another singer called LMA. So people get confused. So when you look me up, it's just Ellie may with it's a one word with a capital M and then also social media. So
2: if you can hear me, you cut out again,
9: like Instagram. you can find me on everything.
2: All right. All right. Well, once again, I want to thank you so much for your time here on the show. And, uh, yeah, you'll, I'll have to look you up, uh, when, uh, when it comes time for Highway 30, you know, I have to stop by my booth and say hi to me and perhaps sit down for another interview.
9: Yeah, I'd love to do
2: that. All right. Well, once again, thank you so much. You take care.
9: You too. Have a good one. Yep.
2: And with that said, ladies and gentlemen, it is time to go to our first music set. We got three more songs by Ellie May, and we also have Face Bath and G3 Rap in the mix. So with that said, be back after this.
0: This is the kind of thing that just tickles my balls. You're listening to Outlaw Radio, and if you don't agree with our opinions, then fuck your mother. Hey, do you kiss your girlfriend with that mouth? <laughs>
4: church on Sunday, like to drink a few brews, got a lot of love for cool and Jesus. VA
10: Yes, hello. This is Special Agent Webster with the Federal Security Agency in Washington, D.C. I'm going to need a few moments of your time. Why? Now, uh, since the passage of the Patriot Act, our agency has been granted uh, extraordinary powers in the pursuit of terrorists and other threats to national security. (laughs) I'm sure you're aware of this. Uh, That includes the ability to monitor electronic and digital information exchanges, Uh, such as email and internet use. You following me? Yes. Uh Uh-huh. Now, the reason for my call is that in the course of one of our investigations, and I cannot obviously reveal any details of that investigation, but in that course, we had reason to monitor the internet usage at your address. You understand? No, go ahead. Uh-huh. Now, the results show that someone at your address is using the Internet to view quite um, graphic images of a uh, sexual uh, nature, uh, images that it- are not legal under American law. Now, were you aware of this?
0: No, that's what I'm saying. It's not me. No, you'll get a chance I mean- to
10: make a full statement later. Our agents will be uh, entering your uh, home shortly. They will be seizing your computer, any related media and uh, conducting I, a thorough search. <laughs> uh, I suggest strongly uh, that you cooperate with them.
0: Sir, I have no computer. All I have is my cell phone, and I need it for emergencies. I don't have any other th- type of phone. But I have my my phone has been hacked. We use real ingredients, whole nuts, and natural flavors. Are you there? you kind of trying are
6: you there? I you. are you
3: I till I see it on clearance. It pisses me off the direction the shit is going. Rap ain't rap anymore, it's pop art is flowing. I'm an all-purpose MC and the beats all spit off. Fuck with me or the FB and you're bound to get shit on. A killing spree, so don't fuck with me. Brutalize anyone in my way, get you see the whole universe it down on me. But right as the world turns, I'm all continuous. I'm on a killing spree, so don't fuck with me. Brutalize anyone in my way, get you see the whole
6: universe it down. Me, but as the world turns, I'm open to you to be Woo! Get the fuck up and move Disruption, corruption, but of course universally Can't appear there, something, something Not plenty The terms, and we're going to act on The minus Earth, so just living in laughter, living in laughter like a you I'm here the Put out the teeth and expect to back like a bitch by the like pimp. Walk with the limp your life like a big, big with no so got a
3: back at you and staple your nuts issues with myself is why I'm knuckles for cuts all I ever won was a woman that fucks but that leaves the gas and buying medicated tucks gee I wonder if my balls consider guts D2E stuff toys like cigarette butts one at a time haters mumbling shucks with no kings in this game everyone fucking sucks I'm killing space so don't with me brutalized anyone in my life can't see the whole
6: universe backs it down on me but as the world turns I'm okay Give me the pity I'm on a killer's face Come So don't fuck with me Brutalize anyone in my way Can't you see the whole universe crashing down on me But as the world turns I'm on continue to be. Disrupt, disrupt, let it Thirsty, can't feel oh, like have like something The first thing that with the curve a so that's something No one The that
3: on record labels. Whatever you do, just do it, cause ain't nobody gonna bring you nothing but bad news. Inner City Blues, I thought I made it. Guess what? I'm about to change it. Can't nobody stop this. First I drop this, a quick reload, and I'm back on. You wanna ride the train? i get you the next stop, you I know Make them like cookies. I got the heat on high, the timer set. You melt down. I keep my head to the sky. Why you try to test a pro? Yo, I flow sick. Run game like Mike Pick. I be McNabb coming up the ass. Win number five. Never slide. Keep the NFL live. Real deal when I sky this high. Y'all heard is nerves like American pie. Rookie of the year. I'm a bet. Probably most improved when I rock the set. I make moves that'll keep the joint move. I can't miss with the sounds I use. Come roll with me. I take you straight to the top. What y'all know about hip hop? I'm real with this. Hip hop, hip hop. I bring the funk. funk, funk. What y'all know about hip hop? I'm real with this. Hip hop, hip hop. I bring the funk. funk, funk. That's a little jazz on that ass.
6: (laughs)
5: There is no other feeling than strapping up or grabbing those kettlebells, grappling on the mat or doing some shadow boxing, getting knocked down, getting back up, throwing strikes and then doing it all over again. So when you hear someone scream, gear up, you better get ready. Because it's just you, your Hunter Athletic Gear and the voice telling you to train harder. No matter how much experience you have, Hunter Athletic Gear stands with you all the way. Their products are engineered for utmost comfort, protect and speed, battle after battle. Hunter Athletic Gear is the brand celebrating your victory. Hunter Athletic Gear has a range of great training and fight gear for men and ladies, including compression pants, fight shorts, hoodies, vests, caps, and bikinis. They can create custom branded ranges for your gym or business. Visit their website at huntermma.co.za.
1: Gear up and let's train. What news and information are your media dollars buying when the narrative is prescribed by the advertisers? Scripted lies, media brainwashing, and thought control. Take back your voice. Take back our media. But most of all, take back our First Amendment. Subscribe to Caravan to Midnight today for hard-hitting commentary free from political correctness and media bias as I and some of the most intelligent and interesting people on Earth delve deep into what really lies beyond the headlines. Three to four-hour uninterrupted. Interrupted and uncensored information. Join our CTM family today. Join the movement. Join the fight for freedom and independence. Caravan to Midnight is media for the people, by the people, independent of commercial obligations or influence. For less than a cup of coffee per month, you can make a difference. Let the people fund the next news network. Help us grow. Help us create a platform where we place freedom of speech and thought first. Join the family at caravantomidnight.com.
10: It's Heidi Summers, health and wellness expert with your local health update. I get so many emails and calls about CBD, the incredible oil from the hemp plant that's being used to provide relief to millions for joint discomfort, inflammation, and nagging injuries. It's the most talked about alternative health breakthrough in years. The CBD product I always recommend comes from CBD Labs, the gold standard of CBD. CBD Labs oil goes to work fast to relieve your discomfort and deliver the results one thought nearly impossible without a prescription.
7: This powerful oil is not marijuana and contains no THC, the ingredient that gets you high. Oh yeah, CBD Labs oil has also been used to help thousands get a great night's sleep. Don't be fooled by all the imitators. Call now and find out how to get a free bottle while supplies
10: last. To get your free bottle of CBD Labs CBD oil, call 800-605-2785. That's 800-605-2785. Get your free bottle for a limited time. Call 800-605-2785. 800-605-2785.
5: Save the dates and get ready. Highway 30 Music Fest 2021 will rock the Twin Falls Fairgrounds in Filer, Idaho. June 23rd, 24th, 25th, and 26th. Enjoy good food and drink, country music, Americana music, rock and red dirt. Artists performing on Friday, June 25th. Austin English.
11: The only thing I'll ever ask of you. Gotta not to stop when I say when.
5: Colby Cooper. Janine Wetzel. Me, and more. Sponsors of Highway 30 Music Fest 2021 include Bud Light, Falls Brand Independent Meat Company, and the Rob Green Auto Group. Have a blast while helping organizations and families in need. Highway 30 Music Fest will take place rain or shine. To order tickets and for more information, visit hwy30musicfest.com.
12: Yo, baby, you've had
6: your asshole licked by a fat man in an overcoat? Fuck the shit, fuck the fucking
0: shit, fuck shit. You're listening to Outlaw Radio. Now buy a sewing machine, take it home, and cram it up your ass. Fuck shit, the shit
6: fuck shit. Shit fuck.
2: All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Outlaw Radio, brought to you by Cold Cock Whiskey. Raise your glass, take your shot. You must be 21 years of age or older to drink. Hunter Athletic, Gear Up, Let's Train, and USAC, the United South Africa Coalition. Go to usac.center for more information. The songs you just heard you just heard Ellie Mae with Russian Roulette. Before that, G3 Rap with What Y'all Know About Hip Hop. Before that, Ellie Mae with Leaves in the Fall. Before that, Face Bath with Killing Spree. And starting off the whole set. Ellie May with Coors Light and Jesus Christ. In just a little bit, it, I'll have Outlaw Radio conservative talk with a special guest, a voice from the past. Like uh, like I said, if you remember uh, back the days, the Combat Sports Radio Show. But before I get to that, it is time to reveal
6: the Outlaw Radio Idiot of the Week.
2: And this week, the Outlaw Radio Idiot of the Week is Hannah Clevenger. I think that's how it's pronounced. Hannah Clevenger out of Arizona. What did she do? Well, she was speeding. And the cops took off after her and she decided to not pull over because... She simply didn't feel like it. (laughs) Of course, her mugshot got a big old grin on her face, which you can see on our Twitter at Outlaw Radio ABS. (laughs) Wow. Not uh, not pulling over for officers because you simply didn't feel like it. Have you no respect for the law? (laughs) Anyway, with that said, it's time for Outlaw Radio Conservative Talk.
3: Outlaw
5: Radio, Conservative Talk.
13: I just want to tell you that America
11: is the greatest place on earth. We will make America
3: great again.
14: We the people tell the government what to do. It doesn't tell us. We the people are the driver. The government is the car, and we decide where it should go and by what route and how fast. Outlaw
5: Radio, Conservative Talk starts now
2: all right ladies and gentlemen this edition of outlaw radio conservative talk if you remember back in the days when uh, i did the badlands combat sports i had a joker on by the name of the rooster if you remember those early days well he is back i want to welcome back the rooster (coughs) to outlaw radio to aow productions how you doing brother
12: I'm back.
14: Yeah, back with my talk Yeah.
2: <laughs> oh God. <laughs> yes. Yes. Who, who How did... you
14: doing? How you doing? We haven't talked in a while.
2: We haven't talked in a long ass time. Yeah, we haven't had you on the air for for what damn near ten years, I think.
14: No, nah, has it been that long?
2: It's been that long. Yes.
14: Oh man, you've been you've been slacking off in your friendship here, Billy. <laughs>
2: i know i know but you know but every time i've had you on the air of course it it was an mma and or a combat sports show and that's all we've talked about uh this is your first time on outlaw radio well yeah we can i do dabble into the combat sports a little bit because i'll always be a fan but uh like i said things have changed since then and i've covered on outlaw radio a lot of political issues and I'm not about to stop. I am not politically correct, nor will I ever fucking be politically correct. And, um, as you know, you and I pretty much follow the same line of politics. We're both pretty much, uh, they'll, they'd call us right wingers. They'd call us, uh, Antifa would call us Nazis. Um, you know, fuck If I care what they say, you know, I, I was brought up with a sense of morality and, you know, it's, that I'm not about to give up for for the most part. And our sense of integrity, in which you asked me if there was any integrity in this last election, I'll say, fuck no. But overall...
14: Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it, it's amazing how they, they introduced us. I'm a very, uh, you know you let me live my life, I'll let you live your life. The great Hank Williams uh, Jr. says in one of his awesome uh, songs, uh, you do your thing and we'll do our thing too. So um, it's funny how, you know, a live and let live kind of philosophy in life, um, you know, those kind of those old American values uh, is now Nazi in this world. It kind of doesn't make any sense anymore. Um, But... You know, I just want to let the listeners know there's a little bit of an echo, probably you hear in my voice, but because here on out, after, you know, Biden got elected, I'm sitting here on the shitter because I can look down and then understand, hey, there's Biden's brain. So now I understand the guy. So um, there you go.
2: (laughs) Um, I don't know, you must not be taking very big shits then because... He may have shit for brains, but still, he's got he's got a peanut-sized well, brain.
14: They're very small turds, hard and dry, <laughs> like his brains.
2: Oh my god! You know, it's one thing too. Is I was thinking before I put it out on, um, in a Facebook group that I'm in. You know, I said somebody from the left has to win to oppose President Trump. And I said, "Well, I think uh, I'd rather have Biden than Bernie Sanders because uh, we we know that communism will be full of in complete one hundred percent full effect if Bernie gets in there." Uh,
14: I I don't I don't think I don't think uh, I really don't think it matters who got in. Yeah. Um, they they you know. They're going to be mouthpieces for the left. The left now controls the hard left. The hard communist left controls the party. You know, Um, you know whether it's, I don't know if it's true communism, but the corporatism, you know, they're in their back pockets of Wall Street and the big corporations. Um, I mean, you can tell. I mean, look what they've done to our economy. They've let the working man starve. We've closed down all the working men. We've closed down the small businesses. And, oh, guess what? All the big corporations get to stay open. And this is not a free market. We The government is systematically closing down small businesses while not only keeping the big corporations up, but they're bailing them out with our tax dollars. I mean, it, it, it's, it's insane. Well, just
2: think about what else they're doing with our tax dollars, too. I mean, um, you know... Our tax dollars are supposed to go to things like in the city. If the city needs road work, it's supposed to go to, towards that construction. It's supposed to go towards education. It's supposed to go to social security benefits for for veterans who can't work anymore and, and elderly people. But no, it is more important to do transgender studies on in Pakistan than it is to take care of our fucking veterans, those who have fought for our country. And I mean, this makes me so fucking mad. Those who have fought the, and died for us or come back without yeah, they, without their arms and legs and they get treated like shit.
14: Yeah, it, it, it's unfortunate. Uh, you know, what they're doing now with printing all this money, and it's been going on a long time. Uh, if you look, you can you can Google, you know, in the IRS... Um, uh, there's also another, uh, I'm trying to think of the department, but I used to Google it all the time and look at, uh, you know, deficit spending of the U S federal government uh, now after Bush, uh, deficit was probably around 9 trillion. Um, and then, uh, ba- uh, Obama took it up to about close to 20 trillion, almost does more than doubled it. Well, there- uh, well, now I do, you know, Trump did do a lot of spending. So, you know, he did not cut back on the spending. Uh, so he deserves some blame on that. But now what they're doing now with these constant bailout packages and, you know, our money's going to be worthless. So now, just so the listeners understand what they're doing, this is a secret tax on all of us. They inflate the money. So, so let's just take you have, say, a trillion dollars out there. And that's what represents the economy. So mm-hmm. what they've done is they've, you know, doubled and tripled the amount of money. So the same buying power. Now there's three trillion dollars out there. Say, let's just make this example. So those, each of those dollars that we used to have is worth less. And that's how they secretly tax and steal the money from people that save the hardworking mem- Americans.
2: Well, you know, there's an, an old phrase, and we remember, I think Tito Ortiz even said too, you know, the, the phrase, when he, took, when he won the championship, that, that was called passing the torch. Well, that's exactly what uh, George W. Bush did. He passed the torch to Barack Obama, and, and uh, we're all, he, he dug this deep asshole, so Obama take, takes that shovel and digs a little bit more, then trades in the shovel for a fucking excavator.
14: Yeah, that's true.
2: And then that's
14: true. I mean, yeah. I, I do have to say deficit spending under Bush was nothing like Obama's. I think the highest deficit uh, was 400 billion for Bush, even with the Iraq war, which was very expensive. Uh, but, you know, once it got to Obama, it was like trillion plus deficits every year. So and, you know, Trump Trump had some big deficits, too. So, I, I, you know, I, I need to play fair here. But um, it, it, it's, it's just out of control. You, you ain't seen nothing yet with deficit spending
2: with well,
14: Biden. It, it, it's it's going to go out of control.
2: I mean, well, if that's not bad enough, we're talking, let's talk about all these executive orders that he keeps on pass uh, passing or signing. You know, he's not even reading the fucking paper that's presented before him. And there's video proof of this because I saw it. And, uh, moments before it was taken down, there's, there's that old fart. He doesn't even know what the fuck he's doing. He shouldn't even be in politics anymore. His, his, he's fucking got dementia. You know, I, I sometimes feel sorry for him because you, you're in that kind of state of mind going into a very stressful job. I'm sorry. You, you, you need to fucking retire a long time ago. Plus in your 50 plus years in politics, He's done fucking nothing but total destruction. And they want to say... Well, the-
14: he's, gr- he's, he's he's done nothing but enrich himself. He's a total grifter. Yeah. Uh, one of his, you know, his family is one of the most corrupt. You got the Clintons, you got the, the Bidens, extremely corrupt. Um, you know, th- th- the problem is, is we have so many in both parties that are corrupt. You got McConnell, who, you know, he's getting money from China. A lot of these guys have been in there... Oh. Yeah. So many years, like McConnell, Schumer. I mean, Pelosi's worth hundreds of millions of dollars. Feinstein, hundreds of millions of dollars. Schumer. It's like, where do they? they where do they get this? They get special treatment and they grift the system. It's corrupt. We need term limits. We need to get these guys out of that. It, 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 it is beyond ridiculous. But I, I, I just, I don't see any. I don't see any way out.
2: You know, and and uh, there's. There's the fact, too, I mean, they can call Trump a racist all, all they want, but who is, I have not seen a president do more for the black community, probably since Eisenhower. And
14: Yeah, well, that's their game. Yeah. I mean, even with Obama, I don't know if you remember, They anytime you had a, a, a disagreement with Obama, it was, it, was the, it was rooted in racism and your motivation was racism. That's all they have. Yeah. All they have is name calling, demagoguery, telling you're evil, telling you hate, uh, you're a homophobe, telling you you're a racist, telling you you're a, tra- a transphobe, telling you are this phobe and that phobe, and that's all they got. That's all they got. So let's, their policies suck, and everybody knows it.
2: So let's let's think about this though. Did it? People tend to forget that it was Donald Trump uh, during when there was a big Tyson fight in Vegas. Who was who was he hanging out with? Al Sharpton, Jesse Jackass, uh, uh, James Brown, you know, this and there's pictures of that all over the internet, but uh, it was Joe Biden who once said when they talked about integration that uh, I'm not, I'm not for integration because I send my kids to school, not the jungle. So come on, man. Are you fucking serious?
14: Yeah, no, uh, you know, if you look, Trump, he even got a, an award from the, uh, I'm not sure if it was NAACP, I think it was, uh, it was uh, Sharpton's um, organization uh, for, you know, donations he's made to, to, you know, black causes, you know, he, he has always been very supportive of that community. In fact, Trump, uh, he was a Democrat for most of his life. He hated Bush. He always said Bush was the worst president ever. Um, you know, he changed his tune saying Obama was after that. But irregardless, it's not like Trump was this big right winger. Um, no, no. Until he ran, and everybody loved him on the left, it's because they all went to him for money. But until they they loved him until he ran for president as a Republican, it's it's a it's a fraud. They're hypocrites. It's a shame.
2: Yeah, yeah, I mean, uh, we're talking some of the biggest hypocrites that we can fucking think of right now, you know, and, um, gee, you know, let's think about where a lot of this money that they're taking is coming from, too. Uh, There's a man out there who's from Budapest who once said, I'm going to destroy America by funding black hate groups. They are easy to manipulate. Do you know who that is that said that? I, I don't. Georgie Porgy Soros. <laughs> and
14: yeah, very very interesting.
2: Well, he, he he's made it no secret that uh, he's he it's his it's his life's fantasy. It's not just his dream; his fantasy to destroy America because everywhere else he goes. I mean, think about it. We're not really uh, th- that close with Russia, and I don't think too highly of Vladimir Putin. But uh, he is—he has, has said that if Soros ever comes back to Russia, they're going to kill him. They hate him over there. Oh, really? They—they they hate him in in uh, Budapest, where he's originally from. He's not allowed in his own home country. Why the fuck is he living here? The place he hates so much. Probably for fear of his life, I yeah. can imagine.
14: Well, he's gone around the world and he riches himself by uh bankrupting the currencies of a lot of these countries. Um yeah, he uh he he's something else. He's so, funding a lot of these left-wing causes. Yeah, and, you he, know, it's funny cuz they say the Republicans are run by billionaires and all, and, and and such. It's totally nonsense. They are the the party of billionaires. They're the party of big donors. Um yeah, it's it's interesting.
2: And Soros, of course, being one of the richest, I'm not, not only one of the most corrupt, but he's one of the richest men in the world. And, you know, part of his problem was is that he couldn't bribe Trump with anything, even though he successfully bribed Mitt Romney. He is successfully bribed. Of course, I don't have to name anybody on the left. Mitt Romney's one he's got in his pocket, Mitch McConnell, and a few others, and then also... I mean, it's no secret that he's funding uh, Black Lives Matter and Antifa, but also word has it too that he's funding the Proud Boys. Now, I I can't confirm this on the Proud Boys, but uh, the you Proud know,
14: Proud Boys, I'd have a hard time, I'd, I'd have a hard time believing that one.
2: See, the thing is, I yeah, i I I don't know if that's true or not because. From, you know, I, I understand though that the Proud Boys are, are waging war on people on the left, you know, just for being on the left. I don't know if I can confirm that or not. I don't know a hell of a lot about them. All I know is um, I kind of figure them to be uh, to only fight when provoked, you know, unlike Antifa members who, if, if they see you, it doesn't matter how old you are, it doesn't matter uh, if you're a man, woman, or child or whatever. They're gonna attack you if they they sense that you're a capitalist, or if you if you're if you're a Trump supporter, you know they they did they've harassed old people. Yeah, it's, what really got me is there's a World War II veteran who fought at Normandy. He's just walking. He can he's barely walk he's in his 80s and he's with his wife pushing her wheelchair and they're screaming at him go home nazi scum yet who was he fighting when he was at normandy yeah yeah
14: funny.
2: and and yeah, wor-
14: it's, it's absolutely ridiculous
2: worst of all worst of all is what happened in portland that the news media won't report on and the and the the law enforcement won't seek to press charges, is when they punched that baby in the face just because his parents were Trump supporters, and they said a Nazi is a Nazi, and you punch a Nazi in the face. A six-month-old baby.
14: Yeah, they, they should be arrested and, and thrown into jail. That's ridiculous. I mean, that's Resulting a... T- a ch- child.
2: That's a tempting... I didn't hear
14: that, but boy, if that happened, I, I mean, they need to be arrested right away.
2: I mean... Hell, you know what? If I was there, I'd 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 probably be in for murder. I wouldn't tolerate that.
14: So, yeah, I mean it it gets you mad. It's ridiculous.
2: You know, and now you know, and I I've uh, I've talked to a few people and people in the area that I I live in. You know that think the way that we do, rooster, and. Uh, you know, you gotta, you gotta really be concerned not only uh, for the future of your children, but what they're being taught in school. If they're going to a public school, you know, it's more important to teach them that they. If you got a son, he's probably a girl inside and you gotta get the you know, you gotta convince them that they're a girl really. You know, that's more important than teaching them their ABCs or basic mathematics. You wanna take prayer out of school, fine, but keep you know, reading, writing, arithmetic, you know, those don't seem to be important anymore.
14: No, they're focusing on the stuff that that that, that doesn't matter. Uh, I mean, that's why you know the role of parents is so important when your children are in school. You need to you know talk with them, ask them what they're learning. I mean, you know, my kids tell me the the same old uh, left-wing nonsense, like you know, um, they're 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 teaching them like uh, uh, you know, Christopher Columbus is evil and. You know now they're even going after some of the presidents like George Washington and, and Abraham Lincoln. So you I mean you have to be on top of it as a parent?
2: Yes. Well, you know, I mean, I'm 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 no fan of a kind of kind of red bore into Christopher Columbus, and I, I really don't give two shits about him. Take him out of the history books for all I really care about. But uh, you know, well, I,
14: no, I think he, put, he, he he wasn't like anything. He wasn't perfect, but he he was not a genocidal maniac like they make him out to be. Oh no,
2: no, he definitely was not. You know, um but, come on. Uh but The who,
14: thing is if you, if you give up on if you let them change the history, you know, they'll they'll own the future. So,
2: yeah.
6: you know, you
14: just can't just let them, you know, tell whatever nonsense they want to tell.
2: But uh, you know, one of the biggest problems and this is this is some day one stuff here. Is there's too many kids that are born out of wedlocks, and majority of them with single parents. Now let me ask you this, as a husband and a father, I, how long? Because I, I know you were married to your wife for uh, for a good period of time before you ever had children. How long was that before you even had cho- your first child?
14: Oh, uh, probably two or three years.
2: Okay, so yeah there's, there's way too much. Um, one of the things that's part of our deficit is we, you know, we have too many kids making kids and let's, let's be, let's face it. You know, I mean, teenagers be teenagers are going to be curious about sex and all that. I mean, you and I were there, but, uh,
14: yeah. yeah. But the well, fact you know, they need to be taught, they need to be taught. I mean, that's where really the importance of religion and, and parents, kids are going to make mistakes. Yes. But, we just, we need to make sure we're, we're teaching them, um, you know, morals. And then the, the other thing is shown by example, by, you know, staying, you know, being serious when you're picking somebody to marry, being serious about, you know, sticking with that person, you're going to have problems. I mean, every marriage does, but, um, you you know, you got to do it for even for your kids, because if you look at the research, kids that grow up in single parent homes, they're much greater risk of poverty going to jail getting pregnant in their teens, all the high, it just it shoots up their high risk factors, particularly boys model themselves after men and they, they need good role models in their fathers, uh, you know, and, and, and girls, especially the men's role is really important in the family. If you, you know, you know, girls that don't have, you know, involved fa- fathers, you know, they're going to seek for a male attention somewhere, you know, somewhere else. And uh, it's important have those those families intact if we want the nation to go on yeah, i would say probably most of the problems in our nation you'll go back to the breakdown of the family
2: yeah yeah exactly exactly like like i said you know children born out of wedlock and and uh, those usually raised by single mothers who i applaud a lot of those single mothers by the way
14: yeah they work hard they work hard
2: yeah yeah I mean, i've known a lot of
14: single mothers where the men left cheated on their wives, left their wives with the kids. They did their thing. And, you know, you know, it's hard on those kids. Super hard. It's hard on those wives too. So, yeah, I mean, but we need, you know, we need to, um, the the problem is now it's okay for men to leave their homes. You know, it's, we, we can't have that. It's gotta be a cultural shift to where it's like you get married, uh, you try to stay married uh, marriage is not disposable it doesn't isn't a disposable thing.
2: You know, one thing I got ridiculed about on Twitter too is uh I put it out there that I said I'd rather have an alleged tax tax evader as my president than a proven pedophile. And they they come back and yeah. they they said, "Oh, you just you heard that from the Q people, didn't you? You know, from all the QAnon's" You know, I, I do understand a lot of QAnons have been disproven time and time and time again, but I didn't. None of this came from the QAnons. It came from what I fucking seen. I mean, you got Biden sniffing these kids.
14: <laughs> yeah, it's yeah, it's ridiculous. I mean, it, You know, sniffing sniffing them isn't you know sexual abuse, but it is touching them when it's unwanted. And some people's actually, if you look at the left now, even you know touching them when they're unwanted that's assault. So you could, you know, you could say, you know, there's proof, a video proof of him uh, assaulting people by touching them when they're unwanted. And it wasn't too long ago when he, I think, kissed some gal that was running and came on stage. And she, I mean, I saw her on TV. She was like, oh, crying and, you know, upset that he, you know, unwantedly kissed her. Um, And then you have that Tara Reid gal uh, Mm -hmm. who's there's evidence. That they're, they, you know, I'm not saying he raped her, but, the, you know, they didn't even want to investigate it. Uh, Kavanaugh, clean as a whistle, they just throw out some random allegation, no proof. He's guilty. He's guilty. But Biden, there's actually proof. proof I think there's a police record. And they've, uh, they also, um, uh, you know, there's there's some other evidence of it. And, and they, they won't even investigate it. We can't even investigate it. So it, it's such a fraud. It's, yeah, it's a
2: fraud. Yeah, and, and and at the same time too. I mean, what can you say about uh, Epstein except uh I quote uh, I I quote Abraham Ford from The Walking Dead, loose ends make my ass itch.
14: <laughs> well, you know, it's funny thing about uh, you know, we had we have um, uh, Trump who they who for 2 years Russia, 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 he's a Russian agent, blah, 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 live. They, we now know they forged and changed documents to get, make sure they could get Faisal approval to spy on them. Total sham. Then you have actual photos coming out this last year of Clinton with Epstein uh, in the airport, I believe, where they were, getting a back, a back rub by one of the rape victims of Epstein. Photos nationally shown. Not a word nobody says a word not no investigation where's that whole Jelaine Maxwell what's happened to that story nothing nothing's gonna happen what happened to Epstein he dies with all you know the security cameras were off and he was supposed to be watched and blah 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 it's a it's a scam these people are protecting the institutions are protecting the, the corrupt politicians
2: yes yes most definitely most definitely. And uh, in in other parts of other utter stupidity too I got this from my good friend uh, Jericho Green in this uh, second impeachment of Trump this bogus bullshit that they're trying to pull off too Maxine Waters crack Scene waterhead you know the James the James Brown stunt double uh oh,
14: okay that's a good one yeah. <laughs> good explanation of her she has that that kind of that wrinkled old face like James Brown. Yeah, that's funny.
2: <laughs> well, in in the impeachment trial, she wants to charge Trump with murder.
14: Yeah, I saw that. For, yeah, premeditated murder. Yeah, yeah.
2: Okay, so Hilarious. so when you when somebody says you got to you got to go out and fight, that doesn't mean that. Uh, You know, you go you go out there and and you raise hell. There's other ways of doing it. And I don't give a shit what people say. What happened at the Capitol on January 6th was staged by the Democrats, by George Soros, by you know, we and they were Antifa members putting on red MAGA hats, pretending to be Trump supporters to help Trump make look make him look bad. That's what it was. Don't you know? Pa- real patriots don't do that shit.
14: Well, I mean, I, I think you know. I, I I'm not sure. I don't. I haven't seen evidence that it was all. Um, uh, Antifa people. I, I think some of them were. Like the lady that got shot, she was definitely a MAGA person. I think the guy in horns was a MAGA guy.
2: No, he wasn't. He
14: he's. Be, be in, be
2: the guy in horns the guy in horns is proven he's antifa he was seen at antifa ra- rallies before that
14: oh was he okay yeah. yeah um yeah irregardless, that really doesn't matter to me uh they're playing it up i mean look let's just even say if it was all maga guys there there was how many how many hundreds of thousands of people were there i mean it got out of hand in one spot yes it wasn't good uh but it wasn't an insurrection. This is ridiculous. I, I, it's funny how it's when it's when it's where the, where the Democrats work. Uh, boy, it's insurrection. It's treason. It's all this thing. But we had a whole summer of antifa and Black Lives Matter burning down the cities, destroying people's individuality. Again, the, again, the working man's small business owners destroying their businesses. Eh, no big deal. They wouldn't even, they wouldn't even acknowledge that Antifa was violent, uh, the Democrats when they were asked that. They wouldn't even, and then you have even some celebrities and some politician, Democrat politicians starting bail funds for the people that get arrested for vandalism and violence. And yeah, no big deal, no big deal. But, oh, we gotta, we gotta destroy these people, uh, and all their supporters, you know, if, you know, they storm the White House. Look, you treat them like anybody else. Whoever storms the White House, they're arrested, and you get charged. A- end of story. But, you know, the, the police forces around the country were told to stand down while these, while these, while these thugs start burning down the towns. They even burnt down some businesses that said, we support Black Lives Matter. They still got burned down. Absolutely ridiculous.
2: You, you know, and of course, see that that's one thing too. Before uh, January sixth, there was I follow uh, Tina Forte on Twitter, and she put up a very interesting video. Uh, she went to DC from the Bronx, and uh, there were she goes to an area, and there's propane tanks and two by fours laying around.
8: Why?
14: Yeah, I th- I saw. Yeah, I saw a segment where there was pallets of bricks that were brought in before, um, you know, before they where they're going to do, I think it was in L.A. during some of those Antifa riots. And I remember, I think it was on Fox, they showed where pilots of bricks were laid out the night, the day before, and they had them, you know, had them out there. I mean, it's just like, whoa, this is, yeah, this is being set
0: up.
2: Yeah, yeah, it's all an inside job there. I mean, they talk, we know that nine eleven was an inside job, but we, you know, a lot of the evidence, uh, you know, is not... For- is not to the public eye. This was clearly to the public eye. all kinds of evidence, you know, just like the voter fraud. There's all kinds of evidence on that. I mean, and, and I'm talking shit. They're ignoring like, uh, that, that one asshole who went out with a bunch of, uh, ballots marked for Trump and he was burning them and they don't investigate it.
14: Yeah, I mean, if you if you watch the hearings, you know the Georgia hearing especially uh, Arizona. I watched some of those. You had you had Giuliani's team showing evidence. Uh, you know, particularly that Georgia one was it was unbelievable. Where they had they they lied to the poll watchers that said there, the water main broke. They sent them home, and then you saw a video of them pulling out suitcases of ballots and starting to count them. That was clear evidence. Why I why I think it, it they wouldn't that the courts wouldn't even hear the evidence when you go in when somebody gets accused and you go to trial what's the first thing they do discovery they look at the evidence that that's why they didn't want to even accept the cases is they didn't want that process of investigation so that really you know tells people oh if you're not going to investigate why are you not investigating it is it because Uh, the the evidence is real so it's 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 yeah i mean it's the fact that they wouldn't even investigate is is uh ridiculous
2: yeah yeah they they it's like oh there's facts here but we're not gonna touch it we don't give a shit yeah
14: yeah yeah
2: you know know that basically it's and, and you know, getting back to kids and what they're being taught in school today, I mean, basically, communism is being drilled into them, and this isn't good.
14: Yeah, no, yeah, socialism is very popular now amongst the, the kids. You know, my, my daughter has friends at school that they think socialism is the way to go. This, this free market capitalism, even though it's what's brought the most prosperity and the ability to lift uh, people out of poverty, the best system we've come across so far, and you see time and time again throughout history where socialism fell falls on its face. Look at Venezuela.
6: You oh, know, and they had a
14: thriving economy within ten years. People are starving to death in the streets. It's, it's the evidence is so profound against socialism and all these collectivist types of, types of thinkings. Um, uh, free market capitalism it, it, it wins every time. It helps we're not really a free market system anymore here in the U S you see where the government steps in, gives guys favors. Um, you have, you know, all the institutions working together. You look at that, the whole GameStop thing, um, you know, the other hedge funds bailing out the other hedge funds. Yeah. It's, it's, it's a corrupt system now that we have,
2: you know, you might find this really interesting. Is uh, a Native American shaman told me that uh, there was only one time where, where communism worked, and that that was among indigenous tribes. Because you know the real definition of communism is you know you take the wealth and it's and it's shared among the people. So so basically you know um, an indigenous tribe they don't really deal in money. So they go out they they kill take, take Native Americans for example go out and kill a buffalo. That buffalo feeds the entire tribe, not just, ju- you know, and the and the, yeah. chief, the chief takes his fair share, you know, that's, that's the way communism worked then. And he, he said, communism still would never work with, with an, well, with the economics. Well, I,
14: I think, I think the difference, actually, I, I doubt that's true communism, One difference is what you're talking about is a tribe. And a lot of times they're they're probably a lot of them are related. So it's probably more family. Yeah. And true, true communism is when the government can force you by death, put a gun to your head and say, you will do it this way. Um, I, I bet you a lot of these tribes are families and no, nobody's forcing anybody to do anything. It's, it's, it's a much different thing. So when the pilgrims came over, Um, and uh, William Bradford was the leader they tried communism and that's why they almost starved to death but once they they, they reinstated private property and you know, you get what you earn you know, you work, you grow you keep it, and then you trade with the others, that's when it really thrived. Communism doesn't work.
2: No, and it never fucking will it it never
14: will yeah.
2: I mean, come on. Now, taxes is one thing. We all pay our share of taxes. We always have. Sure. We always will, you know. But that money has to be spent wisely, like I stated earlier. You know, it's education, uh, city maintenance. You know, education is one of the biggest things, you know. and
6: but I'm, Well,
14: the, diff- the difference there is those are all local taxes. You're taking care of the streets, the police; those are all done locally. The problem we've gotten into is we've done federal. The federal government has grown out of control. When we when we founded the Constitution, the Constitution limits federal power. They the, the founders knew you wanted to keep the power locally because that's where the people could control it. The problem now is that the federal government has so much power, um, and that's that's why we have all these problems. We do.
2: Yeah. Yeah. It's beyond ridiculous. It's beyond ridiculous. And, um, and, uh, I don't know the, I feel, I feel really, really bad for those that that were working the, uh, Keystone XL pipeline because, uh, you know, Biden yanked them out of work and this, how stupid this man is. I mean, seriously, this man has no limits to his stupidity. Um oh, they lost well, he, their they 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 lost their jobs they can just go out and get another one in a pen during yeah. a pandemic that he helped start
14: yeah so yeah i mean it, it, they're the elites, them and Wall Street and all the big corporations they could care less about the working man
2: now they screwed the working man completely yeah. with, with no lube.
14: Yep. No,
2: nope. that's right. Yeah. So I think uh, you know, um, I, I don't know what's what the future holds, but it, it, it's really looking dark. But uh, honestly, the more I listen to John B. Wells, though, I mean, that man, is, I haven't found that man to be wrong yet. So I mean, he says the whole thing with says Trump's not done yet. God my god, I hope he's right. And I I honestly believe he's not done. I think there still might be an ace up his sleeve. We'll have to see.
14: Yeah, let's well, yeah, see. I don't know. I'm just um doesn't look good. You know, they have um they have control of all of the institutions and they have all the big corporations on their side, Big Tech, they got
0: so I I I don't know. I don't doesn't know. Looks good.
2: So, I mean, your faith is different than mine, and we both know that, but it's still pretty similar, and uh, a lot of this, too, could mean the second coming of Christ.
14: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yes. Yeah, absolutely.
2: Well, anyway... Yeah, that's
14: a very real possibility.
2: Yeah. Yeah, I mean, because a lot of this could be biblical, so...
14: Yep, yep.
2: Anyways, that's all the time we have for this segment, Rooster. It was great having you back on the show. <laughs> it was different, quite oh, different. Yeah, thanks,
14: Billy. Yeah. Billy, thanks for having me on. It was fun. Yeah, uh, it was good uh, catching up, and uh, I, I had no idea you were uh, so political. <laughs> usually, usually in the past, we always just talked MMA.
2: Well, uh, Current situations have forced me to go political, so what can I say?
14: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, great. I hope you know I hope you're and your family's doing good.
2: All right, you take care, brother.
14: All right, buddy. See ya.
2: And ladies and gentlemen, with that said, it's time to go to our next music set. Coming up, we have a brand new one, and I mean brand new. This just came out yesterday from the Lonely Ones, Tex Westis. Yard Call, Altria, and Colby Cooper all coming up. Be right back after this.
12: How dare you and who in the hell fuck do you think you are?
0: You're listening to Outlaw Radio, where we're proper gentlemen, because we always ask... Mind if I fart?
11: You really know how to waste a Cialis, don't you? You're abusing my fan.
9: The human race is quite a
6: violent bunch Destroying everything we touch. touched I'm losing patience you should cut it out The situation turned us upside down Intimidation And you can get so loud That information Change the station I'm supposed to Seems a bit played out Can we fake it? it? Just ignore the crowd Retaliation? What makes a boy so proud? Are we great yet?
12: You got the dope? Hey, man, don't say about wow, the man.
11: App. You better hurry up and get over here, man. Everybody thinks you ripped them off. Hey, man. Will you call wow. It, man? Wow. Hey, listen to hey where are you, man? I'm outside, man. What, oh, you it. forget the address again? Hey, man, don't, no, I don't, now, man. listen. Write it down, hey, man. Okay. 1482 man. Adams. You got it? Okay. Hey, right be- John's van is parked in front. You can't you, miss you, it, man. For okay. Hey, did you get the pills too, man? Hello? Hey, man, I gotta hang up. There's someone pounding at the door. Open up! Come
6: in with your hands up!
13: An old movie scene. I'm just an actor with no lines. But you came in and stole my breath, like Jesse James in a dress. I couldn't see that I was blind. As an open plane, You lift as the Tongues blew in That West Texas wind You're dangerous As a loaded gun you're burning hot as the Texas sun As pretty as a sunset to the west Like a tomato in the its trail All wind and rain As empty as an open plane, you lived as the tunnel blew in. Now, West Texas went. He wind.
15: I got some engine parts sitting in the damn kitchen. Gotta make a hit, boy. I'm on a mission. This just a way or something. like a pogo i play monopoly and never even pass go i've been down like a sack tony rombo Them just some lyrics though no homo i'm a georgia boy fighting like a bulldog i keep it jumping like i'm gigging at a bullfrog every time i hit the microphone i go off but i'm just grinding you gotta keep the lights on they try to tell you that you're never gonna blow up see your dreams and they say you need to grow up if you hit them with emotions, then they going to clown. But when you make it, they gon' tell you they was always down. This old George, I've been
6: driving. keep breaking down. This old girl, I've been liking. Keeps running
15: around. Yeah, I'm just tired of how life is. Dragging me down, but I'm going to keep on trying. I made
5: Incorporated, the United South Africa Coalition comprises groups and individuals around the world working together to create public global awareness of the genocide in South Africa and to develop community restoration programs that will make South Africa a safe place for all races to thrive. USAC works to inform world leaders of the present-day conditions in South Africa through documents, news reports, images, videos, publications, petitions, and witness statements, to unite with South African leaders to bring meaningful assistance to people in South Africa, to educate and develop trade schools to improve the quality of life in South Africa, to enact employment laws that are fair and equal for all in South Africa, and to work on trade development projects to improve South Africa's economy. To join USAC, and for more information about USAC and what you can do, visit usac.center.
8: This is The Renegade Show. You have three different scenarios here, and I'll give them to you. No, I said Scenarios, not Cheerios. Coming to you coast to coast and around the world on your favorite radio station. How did you get Cheerios from Scenarios? All right, it's time for the Renegade Pick of the Week countdown. Here we go, counting it down all the way to number one. <laughs> Who farted? Yeah, we like to welcome you to the Renegade family. Does anybody even remember Dookie Hauser? I think it's fair to warn you that by listening to this show, you're committing a misdemeanor in four states, three children, Children are asking their parents where babies come from. Two children run away and one mother ends up crying by the end of the show. This is the Renegade Show. Go to Facebook.com slash RadioCrismaster to find out days, times, and stations of where you can catch the Renegade show.
5: Hey, everybody, it's your boy West Dog from the GF6 Show, reminding you to check us out on the baddest station on the planet. For station and broadcast times, go to www.gf6.com. That's G-F-S-I-X dot com. You know what we do. Blow it up. Support Outlaw Radio and friends and buy some cool stuff in the store section of OutlawRadioABS.com. Show the world how much you love Outlaw Radio with Outlaw Radio t shirts and hats. In the CTM store, a service of Caravan to Midnight, find items to help make your life easier and better, including water purification by Berkey, delicious long term storable food by My Patriot Supply, the New Eden Nutritional Support System, the Ionic Toothbrush System, a better way to clean your teeth, the Invisible Mask, a negative ion generator that hangs from your neck like a pendant that mitigates incoming pollution. The high-ion bio key Quantum scalar Energy Pendant, EMF mitigating fabrics and clothing, and some really cool infrared night vision binoculars. In the Cranked Up Coffee Shop, a service of Cranked Up Live. Entertain your taste buds with coffee that even the aficionados love. Some of the best blends from around the world, including Serato and Grindhouse Brew. Visit outlawradioabs.com and click on the store link. A service of Outlaw Radio and AOW Productions.
0: Outlaw Radio. I'm not in deal with you today. You stupid Asshole! F-O!
2: F-O! 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 All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Outlaw Radio, brought to you by Coldcock Whiskey. Raise your glass, take your shot. You must be 21 years of age or older to drink. Hunter Athletic, gear up, let's train, and USAC the United South Africa Coalition. Go to USAC.center for more information. The songs you just heard, you just heard Colby Cooper with two words. Before that, Ultrea with Hallow Lies. Before that, Yard Call with This Old Truck. Before that, Tex Westus with West Texas Wind. And starting off the whole set, a brand new single from the Lonely Ones called Change the Station. All right. So with that said, it is time for, yes, as Chris would say, it's time. News of the Weird
8: this is outlaw radio news of the weird
2: all right i'm actually going to get back to articles and uh this one here new zealand sentences cactus smuggler caught with 947 plants Strapped to her body, cactuses. <laughs> oh wow! New Zealand authorities have sentenced a woman who tried in 2019 to smuggle nearly 1,000 cacti and uh, succ succulents. I guess that's how it's pronounced <laughs> into the country. Strapped to her body, the woman. Wilding Wilding Lee thirty eight pleaded guilty to violating biosecurity laws after she was caught twice with plants and seeds in Auckland at, at Auckland International Airport when returning home to the city from China, New Zealand's Ministry of Primary Industries said in a statement on Wednesday, she was sentenced to intensive supervision for 12 months, and 100 hours of community sentence. On March 24, 2019, Lee strapped stockings containing 947 succulents and cacti valued at over $10,000 to her body and attempted to bring them into the country. The cacti included eight endangered and threatened threatened species. She tried to dispose of the items in the airport's toilet after attracting attention of, of a detector dog, authorities said. <laughs> in a desperate, in a separate incident, July twenty third, twenty nineteen, Lee was found in possession of one hundred and forty two seeds hidden hidden in packaged iPhone covers in her luggage she was also carrying pots and ornaments which are found to contain a snail and pieces of tree f- femme they were wrapped in moldy wet in a moldy wet diaper also a potential also a potential source said the island has c- as excuse me, the island have some of the world's strictest biosecurity laws to protect its agriculture. This sentencing serves as a good reminder to anyone who smuggles plants or other endangered species into New Zealand can can be prosecuted, said Simon Anderson, the investigation manager for the MPI department's northern region. Biosecurity New Zealand takes its role of protecting New Zealand from biosecurity threats very seriously. Our country is fortunate to be free of many invasive pests and diseases found in other countries. According to authorities, the the woman was a seller and trader of succulents on Trademay, a classified website uh, similar to Craigslist. (laughs) Wow. Smuggling cacti. God, that had to have fucking her getting the. That- Let's see. <laughs> oh, well. Wow. Uh, this one here looks interesting. Disney's Frozen assists researchers analyzing 62 year old mystery of Dilatov Pass. A Dialatov diet- Pass, Okay. Researchers looking into theories behind Dietlov Pass, the Dyatlov Pass incident, a 1959 unsolved mystery that saw nine hikers killed during an explosion into Russia's uh, Ural Mountains, drew inspiration from one unlikely source, Disney's 2013 hit film Frozen. John Gourmet, I guess that's how it's pronounced, head of Switzerland's Snow Avalanche Simulation Laboratory, and Alexander Prusin, an engineer at ETH Zurich, published the results of their findings last week in the paper. Mechanisms of slab avalanche release and impact in the dialogue Pass incident in 1959 their research supports the prevailing theory that an avalanche was behind the death of the nine experienced hikers who were found in a grisly partially dressed state with some suffering major skull damage while others missing eyes and one missing a tongue how does that happen in an avalanche that doesn't make any sense this was the explanation offered by Russian government by the Russian government after it reopened the case in 2019 but skeptics have long argued that the injuries of the hikers sustained were inconsistent with those of an avalanche which normally causes asphyxiation. Conspiracy theories ranging from abductions to attack by a Russian yeti have surrounded the topic incident over the years but Guame and Presine research suggests that a a nature phenomenon known as slab avalanche may have been responsible slab avalanches occur when chunks of snow sitting atop a a weaker snow layer crack apart and slide downwards, often reaching speeds of about 80 miles per hour and after six seconds. They account for the majority of avalanche-related deaths in North America, but are relatively small. The paper suggests that the slabs, excuse me, that slabs, Let me start over. The paper suggests that the slabs that fell on the hikers may have been around 16 feet long. In order to support this theory, Guamé constructed a computer simulation of the slab avalanche that was inspired by the automation snow in Frozen. According to National Geographic, Guamé was impressed with the film's Deception of Snow and traveled to Hollywood to ask Disney animators about their animation process. After Guame modified Disney's animation code, combined it with data from vehicle crashes conducted by General Motors and crafted a model of how slab avalanche how a slab avalanche might have. Descended upon Dyatlov's pass hikers. Ultimately, Guame and Pruzine determined that the irregular topography of the mountain cuts that the hikers had made into snow in to set up their tent, and strong winds blowing through the region that set off a delayed slab avalanche, resulting in the several of the injuries found on the bodies, like the skull trauma. The missing eyes and tongue and undressed state of the corpses, corpses currently unexplainable through National Geographic's report suggests that paradoxical undressing, a phenomenon where people dying of hypothermia will remove their clothes as well as mountain scavengers might have been responsible. We do, not, we do not explain nor address other controversial elements surrounding the investigation, such as the behavior of the hikers after leaving the tent locations and states of bodies, etc. The study states, we believe that this will always remain an intrinsic, however, that in- intrinsic part of the Diaslav past mystery. All right. Quite interesting. I'll have to look more into that for sure. <laughs> All right. Let's see what else is there to look at. Let's see here. Uh, let's see as far as stories go. Oh yeah, this one looks interesting. As soon as it loads here. Statler, the generic... Or excuse me, the... I'm just going to say, Statler, the fruit bat, takes the internet by storm. The... <laughs> The Indian flying fox is actively too old to fly, but its caretakers hold him while he flaps his wings so he can feel he's still got it. Statler, 33, enjoys simulated flights of sponge baths and fruit salad. The elderly Indian flying fox, believed to be the oldest living bat in captivity, is spending his retirement in the in style of uh, dramatic ward, the Bat World Sanctuary in Weatherford, Texas. Although he has just one eye and suffers from arthritis and can no longer fly. Statler goes out for his daily flight almost every day. He simply spreads his wings and his caretakers carry him around the facility sightseeing and, for sightseeing and snacks. He was a major online we, he, he was a major hit online this week. The Dodo produced a video about his flying retirement living. He shares the Gorbatic Ward with two other elderly bats, Chessie and Starley, according to Addison McCool, Executive Director of the Bat Sanctuary. Oh well, good for him. I didn't I didn't know bats live that long. <laughs> All right, ladies and gentlemen, it is time for shower thoughts. Yeah. The fact that or, excuse me, that the fact that people are born in 1980 are over 40 seems reasonable, but the fact that 1980 is over 40 years ago seems wrong. Team Rocket is the most loyal company ever. No matter how many times employees fail, they keep their jobs. The ability to defend yourself with basic rights and rules has become so complicated you need someone who attended law school at a university for four plus years just to navigate through the system. And that's very true. A man sentenced to jail because of tax evasion will live in jail on the account's taxpayers. It's a good, it's a good thing bread companies and toaster companies usually agree on, on size. People think the grass is wet in the morning, but people don't think the grass is wet in the morning, but it do. Blood gets lumpy when it clots like curdled milk, it's cottage cheese. No matter how much you build excuse me, no matter how much you build on the surface of earth, the entire weight of the planet will never change. By tripping and falling on the ground, you are getting hit by an entire planet by walking away with Only a scratch. 1979 to 2000 feels longer than 2000 to 2021. Scar was actually super unlucky, was a super unlucky king and began to reign during, let me start over. Scar was actually a super unlucky king and began reign during a drought and Simba came back at the perfect moment when the fire and rain rejuvenated the soil. I like that. That's, that's very true. I can definitely agree with that. It's allowed to hate all humans, but it's not allowed to hate a certain group of humans. Yeah, yeah. This politically correct world we live in, I can definitely agree. Mr. Krabs must be generous to his employees if both of them are able to afford to live in houses without a roommate. The internet gave stupid people a megaphone and it's forcing us all to listen. (laughs) Team Rocket are are hell-bent on stealing Ash's Pikachu all while... All all the while, they have something far more unique in their possession—a talking meow. You know what? There's pr- you know there's pressure assholes out there after your four point nine three star Uber driver picks you. Excuse me, let me start that over. You know there's pressure assholes out there after your 4.93 star Uber driver picks you up and there's an absolute delight. We associate testosterone with roid rage because women being hormonal. Hockey is a sport. Fighting is a sport. Hockey is the only sport that allows you to take a break and play another sport in the middle of a game. The moral of the treacherous and hare isn't slow and steady wins the race. It's don't get cocky and respect your opposition. And I really like that one. Yes, in fact, I've got to give that one an applause right there. There are probably millions of phone conversations going through our own body and millions of radio and TV broadcast signals roaming through our rooms and in the air, but we don't seem to care. When our dogs are inside, they're not allowed to pee, but we are. When we take our dogs outside, they're allowed to pee, but we aren't. Rap is old enough to have a rap classic section. I thought I already did. The question, where are you, would never have been used before the investigation of our phones. Cereal is great because it convinces you to drink milk. Not really looking forward to being an age where walking unassisted is seen (laughs) as an impressive feat. Let me start that over. Really, not really looking forward to being an old age where walking assisted is seen as an impressive feat. (laughs) All right. Since plant cells are usually square in shape, plants are are technically pixelated. Double-A batteries often have one mate of for life. Death is probably the most common thing in life, but we all know nothing about it. Homework is the school's version of unpaid overtime. Never thought of it that way, but that does kind of make sense for sure. Hair is weird. Your body is covered in magical skin holes that consistently create keratin. The hair follicle takes the elemental ingredients that make up you and Harry Potter's hair is out of fallacy. Fo- fo- fol- I don't know how to pronounce that word. i never seen it before. Might have heard it before, but I don't know. The difference between a sea shanty and a drunken rambling is if someone else joins in. The upside of dementia is that you can hide your own Easter eggs. PC gamers with high-end PCs in Antarctica probably don't have any overheating problems. Air fryers are are crockpots of our generation. The hardest part about going to sleep is going to sleep. The hardest part about waking up is waking up. If we went back to the flip phone era, we'd actually be better off mentally. Might be a... yeah, Yeah, yeah. Future generations will have footage of their ancestors doing stupid shit swimming is mostly about keeping solids in between and liquid and gas S- swimming is mostly about keeping solids in between a liquid and gases someone's probably thrown an ice pick at someone's at so- at someone's hu- <laughs> let me start that over somebody's probably thrown an ice pick at someone hard and then they use the same ice pick to numb it Or that ice pack, I'm sorry, ice pack, all right. Pirates are nothing but wet cowboys. A bad table is unstable. You're a poet and didn't know it. (laughs) When cars are fully autonomous with inevitability, some people will die in, in their cars and show up to their destinations dead. A turning point in your palate maturity is when you recognize red lobster is not a is not fancy or special. All right. So how much more time we got here? Time for got a little time for a few more. When a dog licks you, it releases endorphins and makes them happy. Dogs dogs lick you to get high. All right. Humans are building tall skyscrapers, but will eventually to, revert to building deep caved scrapers. Solid signs have been used too. Or sold signs have, have been used too. All right. And ladies and gentlemen, that will do it for News of the Weird slash Shower Thoughts. All right, so for the agenda next week is yet to be determined. And, uh, you know, I do want to get off the political subjects a little bit because it's like beating a dead horse. Biden's in office. Not not much we can do about it, but uh, like I said earlier, I hope Trump still has that uh, ace up his sleeve. Anyway, we're going to end the song with a, or excuse me, we're going to end the show with a song that I have played in the past before, that i really enjoy this is butt trumpet and i'm ugly and i don't know why thank you very much for tuning into outlaw radio and i will be back next week
0: are you tired of modern pop music that sounds like a dog fucking a squeaky toy well that's why you're listening to outlaw radio we tell bad bed music to piss up a rope We give you our opinions, and if a fight breaks out, so fucking what? This is Outlaw Radio.
2: Perhaps you're in a band or maybe you run a radio show or podcast whatever you do you want to market your brand with custom made apparel look no further than fresh baked teas t-shirts hoodies tank tops caps beanies koozies banners and even masks you can get them all custom made from fresh baked teas prices are reasonable and negotiable Simply go to freshbakedeas.com, submit your logo, and place your order today.
5: If you've been searching for a show that talks about what's trending in the world, entertainment gossip, stupid news, and more sizzling talk radio that is not dumbed or watered down a show that is not for pussies, then you need to stop searching and check out the Charles Richardson show. It's uncensored talk radio, no cry babies, no losers, no fuck tarts. Charles Richardson and crew bring it 100% with real opinions. If you can't take it, Get the fuck out. You can even call the show and flap your gums. Provided you have a brain. For the 411, stations, and showtimes. Like The Charles Richardson Show on Facebook. At facebook.com forward slash The Charles Richardson Show. Some material may not be suitable for children under 18. The Charles Richardson Show. You want some? Come get some.
16: The only truly free people who have ever walked this earth have been armed people, capable of defending themselves and their families. Americans look in horror at supposedly free countries all over the world where innocent people live or die at the mercy of their government. We see what it's like to be French, German or Belgian, where innocent people cower in fear as evil closes in, utterly aware of their own vulnerability. Doomed to defend their families with rolling pins and broom handles. Let the rest of the world choose to live in fear. That false brand of freedom will never be ours. We are free to be as armed, trained, and prepared as we see fit. And we will never surrender that freedom to the global gun ban order. I'm the National Rifle Association of America, and I'm freedom's safest place.
5: I'm Jim Hunt, at your service. Put my voice and audio production skills to work for you. Let's do this.
1: You have been listening to Outlaw Radio. Be sure to leave your feedback by calling 208-957-7016. All feedback is played and replied to on the show. Visit our official website at outlawradioabs.com. Outlaw Radio is presentation of AOW Productions.
12: Well, here I am sitting on a porch writing another song about whaling David Allen Cole. You can't go wrong. You're such great outlaw boys just like me. Man, can't you see? Because you can't go wrong with one good outlaw song. But the outlaw song. And I was here with old George We'd be strumming on the cold hard truth and he stopped loving her This old song about Waylon and Willie, David Allen Coe, the man in black and the possum, George Jones. You can't go wrong, you can't go wrong.